In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Happy Feast of St. Mary. As one of the saints said, that all the virtues that are, that are scattered here and there in the life of the saints are gathered and collected in the life of St. Mary. So I will start in English and I will conclude in Arabic. So when we see some of the verses about wisdom in the book of Proverbs, we see all these virtues in the life of St. Mary. Tonight we have uh, the virtue of revising ourselves. How should we review and fix what's wrong in ourselves? And as you know, God sends us God sends us many people to help us to fix our weak points and our mistakes. And we have to be wise to detect these things and to accept the correction and the fixation or the revision of the others in our life. So the, the verses of today... Four verses, first from Proverb 12, whoever loves instruction loves knowledge, but he who hates correction is stupid. And from chapter 27, faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. And the third verse from chapter 28 He who covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy from God. And lastly, from chapter 16, when a man's way pleases the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. So four verses, and I will talk about four points. The first point... I think this is good. good. Number one, we need to improve ourselves from all aspects. God called us to be perfect. And he said, be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. So it is wrong for everyone to stop and to limit himself in just uh, a level, spiritual level. We have to grow. Every day. Because even perfection for us is relative perfection. It is not absolute perfection. So we have to improve ourselves day by day. 
And we have to accept revision and criticism from others. Because God put this uh, plan in, in the way of life of mankind is to send someone to correct me. He will not send the angels. He will send maybe a friend, maybe a teacher, maybe uh, someone who, who saw me and he is correcting me. I have to accept this. I have to train myself to say, yes, I was wrong. This is my fault. I have to correct this. I have to accept this. Otherwise, I will not grow. I will keep my shortcomings. I will keep every bad thing in my life. So we have to accept correction or criticism, even to the point of rebuke or punishment. Even someone is rebuking me. If I'm humble, I will accept. Okay, God sent him to correct me. I will say that. This is for my benefit. This rebuke or this uh, even punishment. And we have two examples for the two sides. One of them is David. When he sinned against God first, against the Holy Spirit was dwelling in him as king and prophet first. He was he sinned against God. Then he sinned, he sinned against Uriah and his wife. And God sent him Nathan, the prophet, and he told them a story about someone who was rich and he left all his richness and all his positions. When uh, a guest came to him, he took just one goat from his neighbor, the only goat he had, and killed it and offered uh, food for the guest. And David was raged in, in wrath, and he said, this man should be killed. Then Nathan said to him, you are the man. You are this one. And he started to rebuke him, and to explain to him how much the sin is very bad that he did. The first word came from David's mouth is, I have sinned. I have sinned. And and Nathan said to him, Okay, God will transfer your sin from you. And God forgave him. Of course, there was consequences of his wrongdoing. But God accepted his repentance and he forgave him. On the other hand, Saul did other sins and Samuel the the prophet went to him and he confronted him with the sins and he started to make excuses and to uh, say the people did this not me and they pushed me to do this and he didn't confess his sins so he he stayed as he was and he was not forgiven till the end and the kingdom removed from his house so this is the first point we need to improve ourselves and we need to accept revision and criticism even rebuke
Number two, the second point. It is important to discern between the loving friend and the deceiving enemy. Here in the, in the verse, he said, faithful are the wounds of a friend. Wounds. Wounds. He wounded me. It's okay. This is good. Faithful. It was faithful behavior from him. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Because the difference between the enemy and the friend. The drive of the friend is love. What leads him is love. This is out of love. And his goal is my benefit. To help me, to support me. So he wounded me. Even if he did wound me. And it will be like the wound caused by a surgeon. You know, the physician who did an operation. He must wound the patient. To remove maybe the cancer. Or to fix something fatal in his body. So the wound here is faithful wound. We have to accept this. We have to accept this. So the drive of the, of, of the friend is love and his goal is my benefit even if he did wound me. It will be like the wound caused by a surgeon. But the drive of the enemy is hatred. And his goal is to destroy me. Like the devil. He's our enemy. And he hates us. He hates us. He wants to destroy us. And to destroy our lives. Or at least if there is someone who, need, who, who wants his benefit. He doesn't care of, for you. He doesn't care of your benefit. Just he needs his benefit. So his kisses are deceitful for sure. And we have the example of Judas. You know, Judas was... Pretending that he loves the Lord, coming to kiss him, but he was uh, betraying him. And on the other hand, the Lord rebuked Peter when he said to him, No, Lord, you can't do that. You can't be crucified. This is a bad thing. It should not be happened to you. You are the master. You are the king of kings. You can't be that. He said to him, go away, Satan. Because you care for my appearance before men. Not, you don't care for the will of God, which is the salvation of the whole world. So the Lord rebuked him, and he said to him, go away, Satan. But he, he loved him. He loved him so much. He wanted him, but he, out of love, to correct his mind, to correct his perspective and understanding. On the other hand, Judas was not like that. He betrayed the Lord by a kiss, which is the sign of love. So he was not faithful. Another example in the parable of the prodigal son. I'm thinking that the father in the beginning was... He said to the son, I'm thinking maybe or not, you are in my house, 
you have to obey the rules of the house. No, don't be away from the house too late time. Please respect everything in the rules of this house. And I'm giving you everything. All what I have is yours. But he was listening to the bad company, the bad friends. And they encouraged him to leave his father's house. So he was deceived by them. It was not out of love. They needed his money. And they spent time using his money. At the end, he, he was in poverty and in need. And he returned back repenting to his father, who was the loving one to him. So sometimes we, we, we don't accept the rebuke of someone, but in fact, this is the loving one who needs our benefit and uh, not the others who are saying good words, but they don't care about our life. Number three, the third point is about the confession. Confession of our sins helps us to succeed and move on. Because sin is a big burden. Sin is a foreign body, like the foreign body comes to the lung or comes to the eye. So it is a foreign body. We will not be, we will not be uh, in rest with this foreign body. And the sin is a poison. We have to take it out and get rid of it completely. We have to confess. We have to. Uh, In Luke 12, he said, the Lord Jesus, there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, nor hidden that will not be known. So it is good to uncover myself before my father of confession, before everything will be revealed in front of everyone in heaven. And when we practice the sacrament of repentance and confession, we get absolution and solution. Absolution means forgiveness, and solution means guidance and help and support from our spiritual fathers. Sometimes we get rebuke from our spiritual father to help us to repent and leave the way of sin. And we have to accept this. If we are spiritually smart, we will accept and benefit from that guidance. Because this is the the loving father who feels the responsibility of our eternal life and our uh, purity and our spiritual success. So confession is very important to complete the, the steps of repentance. Then the fourth point is that the repentant man pleases the heart of God. If someone experienced the, the repentance under the feet of the Lord, and he started to listen to his voice, and he started to follow the commandments and walk in his way, this will please him, will, will please God, and God will give him grace in front, 
in the eyes of everyone. And he will make even his enemies make peace with him. Because the repentant man adjusts his life according to God's will. He walks in the way of light guided by the commandments and he is keen to please God. So in return, God protects him and fights for him. And he will give him success. If a man saws love, peace and goodness with others for the sake of God, he will reap blessing and peace in his life and in his relationships with others. God will give him more grace and reverence so that even his enemies will respect him and be at peace with him. I have here two examples, Jacob and Esau. Jacob knew that Esau was willing to kill him, but he started to give him gifts and to talk with him through messengers, but talk to him very nicely and very humbly. So he quenched the fire in his heart and he pushed Esau to take him in his bosom and to uh, greet him and it was great uh, encounter between both of them. Also, Elisha, you know, the, the story when the army of Syria came to, to take Elijah, Elisha, uh, and to put him in jail, and they surrounded the mountain. And the disciple of Elisha was very afraid because he saw them, and he didn't see anything else. So he ran to his uh, teacher, Elisha, and said to him, the, the, the army are surrounding us, the army, army of Syria. And Elisha prayed to the Lord, and he said to his disciple, don't be afraid, because what, what are for us or with us are more than who are against us. And he prayed that may God open his eyes to see what Elisha see and he sees. And he saw the, the, the mountain surrounded by fiery angels around, surrounding Elisha. And Elisha led them to the king and, and he asked the king to give them food and for this uh, uh, loving uh, care from Elisha and this good work from Elisha, this army didn't come back to fight against Israel because he saw love, he saw peace. When we, when we follow the commandments that we have to be peacemakers, we have to do to love everyone and to love each other, we will, we will reap good things and we will reap success. So these are the, the four points of today. I will repeat it in, in Arabic very quickly. <laughs> 